I Saw a Picture is a podcast in which I will describe to you an image. The descriptions will wander. The images referenced may or may not exist. Each section of the podcast contains 10 episodes. Each episode contains 1,000 words. Episodes will be released consecutively on days divisible by seven, after which point there will be a brief hiatus between sections. The first section is filed under N for nature. The following episode is about mushrooms. I saw a picture of a mushroom and it still haunts me. There wasn't anything particularly nefarious about this mushroom, but I've always had a difficult relationship with mushrooms, conceptually. If they're chopped up small enough that I don't have to think about them, it's fine. The taste is good, the texture is tolerable. Cream of mushroom soup is a kitchen staple for me. Fried mushrooms are delicious, but only until I look at them and think about them. Thinking too hard about what they are is unnerving. Well. Partially, it's because I know they aren't plants, and though they certainly are not animals, if we were plotting organisms on a linear scale of sentience, they would be closer to the human end than, say, a potato, right? When I see a mushroom, I think about how plants grow by absorbing sunlight. Mushrooms eat. Without mouths or stomachs, they are driven to consume living things like animals do. To be fair, the problem is not just with mushrooms, it's with fungi as a whole, but I don't regularly encounter other fungi, nor is there any expectation to put them in my body. It's an irrational fear, sure, that upon physical contact with a fungus it might take root and eat my body before I'm done with it. However, there is something profoundly natural and disconcerting about the agents of decomposition. That for everything that rots, there is something actively rotting it away, that thrives on the corpse of the once living. And those things that return the body into dirt? The heartless, thoughtless agents of death, those are the same things that are thinly sliced and put on pizza. Mushrooms differ from bacteria because I can see them. Even a colony of flesh-eating bacteria, which I have never seen growing out on the lawn, would be several very tiny things trying to ruin my day. A mushroom is the equivalent of all of these things forming into a Voltron-type monster that wants to consume me without knowing what it means to want. A mindless, hungry thing that I am supposed to be okay with being near. I have never seen the bacteria inside my body, I generally don't have to think of them outside of the abstract. But if there existed some large hybrid bacterium similar to the small ones that will one day eat my decaying corpse, it would be understood if confronting it gave me pause. That on its own is unsettling, but visually mushrooms are also in the wrong. They are, among other things, comprised of a stalk topped with the bulb in an array of proportions. Sometimes the stalk is short or fat or elongated or thin, etc. The bulbs likewise vary in shape, thickness, and pronouncement, but in general, imagine an umbrella if the umbrella had a bit more meat to it, if the umbrella was spongy and felt soft like skin, if maybe the umbrella was poisonous, if in a world of greens and browns this umbrella decided it would be white or red, that it would convene in ominous circles within the forest, communicating with the rest of the earth in a way you could never quite understand. Did you ever notice how mushrooms and fungi are noticeable? How they cut out of trees at the wrong angles? How they don't have the decency or desire to camouflage with the world around them? How foreign they appear within their natural habitat, as if to say, I want you to know I am here, and that you cannot destroy me in a way in which I will no longer grow. Underneath its bulb, there are papery undersides that resemble and are called gills. Firstly, they are striated like the folds of muscle tissue, entirely too flesh-like in texture for something that does not bleed. Where fish gills filter oxygen out of water, these gills instead release spores into the air. 
Though plant pollen is respectable enough to interact with like-minded species to fertilize seeds and grow confined in soil, spores propagate wherever they can find food, soil or no, self-contained with all they need to reproduce even without a mate. Maybe it says more about me that I'd prefer them to be more delicate, dependent on the world around them, more predictable and controlled. I dislike mushrooms for the same reason I have been taught to dislike rats or cockroaches or pigeons. There exists a world created by humans, predicated on the exclusion of wild nature. Plants and animals are allowed within this domain under strict supervision and adherence to certain conventions. You can train a stray dog, and the wildest a plant will get is a rogue dandelion sprouting in the sidewalk crack. But mold and fungus can, and will, grow anywhere. A loaf of bread will be consumed by whatever spores are present in the air you breathe. They are already there, waiting, and when I look at a mushroom, I'm reminded of all the tiny, microscopic organisms that would eat me too if I would let them. Mushrooms remind me of pests because they can thrive in our part of the world, an environment designed to be inhospitable to non-humans without even trying. I have seen mushrooms grow in trees not yet dead, taking up what nutrients remain, accelerating whatever rot was there to begin with. The largest organism in the world is a fungus that covers about four square miles. This creature will outlive everyone I know and their children and their children after that. It is a mass of tissue that writhes and grows to a size I cannot comprehend for one living thing. If I were dying next to it, would it wait until I had passed before it began to consume me? If long after I was dead and forgotten, it remained, would that be all that is left of me? This is why I try not to think too much about mushrooms. If you enjoyed the words you just heard, please subscribe to I Saw a Picture wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a kind review on Apple Podcast. You can support the production of I Saw a Picture along with my other work through patreon.com slash ameliasong.